We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the beginning, we knew right away that we wanted to do strength conditioning and a throwing program for the baseball and softball community. It wasn't something we were trying to back into or all of a sudden learn. We knew we were really good at these coaching these skills from the get-go. And the fact that we're in the same business and the employees are all on the same page, you know, we can write a program based off of what a kid needs, not just getting him stronger or faster from a general sense. It's what does this kid need? On the pitching end, we can say, hey, this kid needs such and such. He needs to do this or that better. A lot of times it turns out it's not something that needs to be fixed in the baseball cage or on the throwing mound, it actually needs to be fixed in the weight room. All right, welcome back, everybody, into another 3Mod podcast. I am John Kurtz, joined, as always, by Derek Young from K-State Online and Cole Manbeck. We are extremely excited to have another member of the K-State men's basketball coaching staff with us today. It is Jareem Dowling. He was the first assistant head coach that was hired by Jerome Tang when he took over and uh, excited to have him now join the club of three Ma official guests. So Jareem, thank you for, for making some time for us today. You may not expect this as the first question out of the shoot, but my favorite thing about you since you've come on as an assistant at K-State has been following your IG. You are an incredibly fun follow on, on Instagram. Uh, have you always been this active on it? Like take us through your, your strategy behind uh, how you use Instagram. Um, Honestly, my strategy behind Instagram is to leave a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a life photo album that can't be erased. That's how I look at Instagram. Um, and I use it to communicate with my family back home in the islands where they get to see me doing something. That way it saves me having to talk to 50 people so they can just look and message me and say, oh, you're here today or you're doing this today. Um, and also... Whatever school I'm working at at the time, you know, it's a way for me to to brand that school and show you how cool the school is and how cool the people that I'm working with on a daily basis are and, and just show us in a different light, you know, because uh, everybody associate coaching or their profession with just being one way. And I think uh, it's important for me to be who I am every day of the week, uh, that way I'd never catch anybody by surprise because like, oh, that's just Reem, you know? Uh, I don't want to be one person when I'm in the building and then a different person when I'm out of the building. I want to be consistently who I am every day. 
Well, uh, <clears throat> I love that. And it comes across very well and it's very apparent there. And the other thing is, you know, I mean, I think as, as fans, BD members, et cetera, whatever, like we we're all on Twitter, right. That's like our demographic to a T, but mm-hmm. the kids are on, the kids are on Instagram. Right. I mean, so that, that has to be another connection point I would imagine in the recruiting world as well. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the kids, they follow, um, they like rap music. They like nice cars and they like all that stuff. And, you know, I still think I'm young, even though my wife calls me old every day. And, um, you know, the kids think I'm young because they think I'm hip to what's going on. So as long as the kids think I'm young, I'm going to keep posting it and, and showing the sneaks that Bailey is wearing, you know, in the office. She had the best sneaks on today in the office. So I posted it, you know, because she was she had everybody looking ashamed today. So um, I'm all about bragging about the people that I'm around and, and branding uh, whatever school I'm at, you know, to be the best place to be. Coach, since he signed, I know we can probably talk about him now. I know you were involved in recruiting Naquan Tomlin pretty heavily. Just what kind of things did he bring to the table that really excites you guys as a staff? Um, just who he is character-wise. Um, character-wise, he's an unbelievable, humble kid. Uh, he loves his mom dearly. Um, he, he cares about his siblings. And if you can find an individual that cares about their mom and their siblings the way he do, you know he'll be able to care for his teammates the same way. And those are, you know, characteristics that Coach Tang wants in the program. And, uh, you know, basketball is is easy for him. But, you know, who he is as a human being is an All-American. And those are the type of kids that we want to bring here to, you know, wear this great um, jersey here at K-State. And then another one was Jarrell Colbert. He was your first commitment, obviously, first visitor. You guys have had a lot of success with the visitors on campus. How significant was him to kind of break the dam and be that first guy for you guys and get it rolling? It was good, man. I mean, you know the hardest thing um, when something is new is for people to want to try it out. And the first guy is, you know, scared. And um, he wanted to be a pioneer. He, he wanted to set the trend. And, and we welcomed it with open arms. And. Um, since then, a few other guys have followed, you know, and um, I just think that it shows, you know, he had a long lasting prior relationship with Coach Tang where he knew him, I think, since his eighth grade year. Um, and uh, it, it just pays dividends to, to be a good person. And even if you don't get him the first time around, especially in this new market, you can get him the second time around. Coach, when I when I look at your roster, the guys that you've signed, returning guys, you know, you've got Ish back uh, at six eight, you've got Colbert at six nine, you've got Tomlin at six eight, uh, you got Manning at six eight, and I know you got a couple visitors with some size and length. Is is length a priority for you guys? Uh, definitely, definitely. I mean, they don't call it the Big Twelve for nothing, so uh, it's definitely a priority. Um, but you know, shooting um skill set uh those are also major priorities too you know um it, as you can tell the game of basketball has changed so much to where it, it's it's positionless now so um just having guys that can guard multiple people is more important than just having size now well, it's not just the game on the court that has changed right now it's also the game off the court with nil and everything that you're dealing with with the transfer portal especially coming into a new job or a new school and a new situation. Take me through what it's been like 
recruiting in this world and the situation that you're in right now? Uh, it's 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 different. Um, it's different. It's it's. I think you know, it's become like the elephant in the room to where everybody wants to know about that more than they actually want to know about basketball right now. You know, which is which is. I I won't I won't say it's sad, but it's it's it, it is what it is, and it just makes the conversation uncomfortable in a sense, you know, because you're like you're you're talking about money, and people are seeing other people saying that they're making this money, and they want to know what they can get, and some guys haven't even done anything, you know, and they want to see where they can benefit, and trust me, I'm I'm open for it, but. You, you got to start somewhere, man. Like, you got to put in some work to have people want to brand you and, you know, advertise with you, you know. And guys just think that they should just get money, and that's not how it, it should be. You know, it's a it's a bad precedent, uh, precedent, in my opinion, you know, where guys can just get money without performing. Because that's not – I don't know anything in life that was ever given to me up front, you know. Um, other than my Pell check, you know, when I was in, in, in college, you know, besides that, everything else you had to work for. Yeah, coach, how, how much anxiety is there now when, when you're recruiting for in mid-May and you're only over half your roster filled, you know, five, six spots left to fill. How much anxiety does that cause and what needs do you have left? Um, I wouldn't say it's anxiety. Uh, we, we knew what we was getting ourselves into. Um, and even though it, it, it's slow right now, uh, we're just concerned with getting the right people here, you know, that you want to be around when the days are not good and you still want to be around them. You know, you don't want to take somebody, uh, just because you're in desperation mode for lack of a better word. Um, you want to take good character people first and we can work on the basketball and make them better, you know, on the court, but you can't, it really ain't too much we can do with their character prior to them coming here. We could tweak it, but you are who you are before you get here. So we just want to make sure we get that part right. And once we get that part right, we, the basketball take care of itself because we're going to put in the work um, and we're going to be detailed enough to, to give us a chance in every game that we play. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, well, to transition a little bit here, Jareem, I want to get into your relationship with Coach Tang because when he came on here with us, I remember him saying, like, Hey, this is the staff basically that I've always dreamed of putting together with with Jareem and Yurik, et cetera, on down the road. So clearly there are some roots that go back a long way here. Just take me back through the where this relationship started with Coach Tang and, and how would you describe what that relationship is like? Uh man, um, it started in 2007. Uh I was the head coach of the junior national team. And he had reached out to the Trinidadian national team, which he was originally born, and um, he was raised up in St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands. So he reached out to Boat Federation. Trinidad never responded to him. The U.S. Virgin Islands responded to him, and they told him that they already had a head coach, but he can be an assistant if he wanted. And at that time, I was a junior college assistant at Cecil uh, Community College in Maryland, uh, making $2,500 a year coaching. And... Um, here comes Jerome Tang, Baylor assistant, top assistant, coming to be my assistant coach. And uh, we just formed a relationship. We probably spent over 100 nights in hotel rooms together, um, just traveling throughout the different Caribbean countries and just building a real genuine relationship and a love for each other that has nothing to do with basketball. And uh, basketball is just something we talk about, but we talk about our family and, you know, our kids and, you know, our wives and how to be better men. And, you know, we talk about our faith a lot. And um, basketball is just something we do together to spend even more time with each other. Because uh, prior to me coming here, we, we talked every day um, after work um, when he would drive home from Baylor and um, go home. I would, you know, I'd be at home and he'll call me and we'll talk for the rest of the, you know, his ride home. So we just got 14 years of history of love for each other and commitment to each other and wanting the best for each other. So I'm, I'm happy to finally reciprocate the love for him and, and the unselfishness he showed uh, to me in the last 14 years of coaching together with the Virgin Islands national team. Yeah, coach, one more question about a new recruit that you brought in, Cam Carter. Just on the basketball court, what does he provide for you guys? Uh, another guy that can handle the ball, another guy that can score, um, a guy that uh, can guard multiple positions, a guy with some experience in the SEC, which is not an easy league to play in, um, a guy that, you know, his ceiling is through the roof. And, um, you know, we, we plan to pump some confidence into him and put some work into him. And I think a lot of people will be surprised at what he's going to bring to the table. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of talk about the recruits and the transfers and all of that. But two guys that obviously have been key and are going to be key to what you do are Ishmael Masood and Marquise Noel, who stuck around in a, in a pretty difficult time, right? A coaching change and everything that's going on right now in college basketball. It's not an easy thing to do, and they seem to be your biggest supporter in terms of trying to rally recruits and, and people to come in here. What What is that relationship like with those guys, and how much do they mean right now to the program? Uh, unbelievable. Um, those guys, those two dudes, man, uh, I know there's a lot of 
big time names out there on the All Americans um, on the practice banner here. I'm looking out here, but those guys, whew, the way they love this university and they love this school, it's you would think that we have coached them for four years. Um, the love and the passion they have, and I, every time I see Ish and I see um, Marquise, I tell them, trust me, we are working tirelessly to give you the best possible teammates as humans and the best possible basketball players to play along you guys because the love and the pride that they have uh, for, for each other and as well as this coaching staff and, and this university. And, and we don't take it for granted in this market where people just get up and leave and take their ball and go home. <laughs> These guys stayed, you know. So we're, we're loyal to them. And, and it's not going to just be for this season. It's going to be for the rest of their life. Love hearing that for sure. And I think K-State fans can definitely understand and, and relate to that as well. I want to touch again a little bit on, on your background as a coach because you mentioned, like, hey, at one point in time, I'm sitting here making $2,500 a year to coach. Nothing was ever handed to me. And I was going through some of your bio just looking at it before this interview. And I was like, man, this is a guy that really had to grind his butt off to get where he's at right now. What, what was that journey like for you to get to the point where you're sitting here today as, as a Power 5 assistant coach? Uh, it's, it's, it's actually humbling, man. Um, it's humbling. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's why America is great. You know, um, a lot of people like to see things through their eyes, but through my eyes, uh, America and all the possibilities that you can do, um, is unbelievable, um, to go from CISO community college, um, and work through my career and, get here to Kansas State in the Big 12, the best conference in America, um, and working for one of the best human beings I've ever met in my life. It's it's unbelievable. I, I don't I don't know how else to, um, to describe it. Every morning I wake up, like I've been waking up ever since I moved to Manhattan, I've been waking up without an alarm. I've been beating my alarm uh, every morning and it's just refreshing and the air is crisp. It's, it's nice outside, it's windy. Um, and uh, it was cold for a long time, but now it's getting hot. So, uh, but I, I love it. I love the town. Um, I think it's great. I think it's beautiful. I think it's peaceful. Um, it's been really good, for, especially for my mental, you know, being here. The ride into work, the ride home from work, it's just a peaceful town. On the, the the, the topic of the transfer portal, how do you guys monitor that on a daily basis? I know we're past the May 1st deadline, so it's slowed down, but do you guys have someone assigned to tracking who's in the portal each day? Do you get film on those guys immediately? How's that? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, all of us track it, you know, cause some of us might miss something. We, we all have a hand in it, you know, um, Anthony Winchester might be the, the guru of it, you know, but we all have a hand in it and, you know, we're all on social media um, watching it. Because even though you might see a kid hit the portal, he might not officially be in the portal, you know, because it takes anywhere from 24 to 72 hours to get in there. So you can see a kid hit the portal. And, you know, if you call him or text him before he's officially in the system, boom, you're in trouble. So you got to trust but verify. So it's a, it's a tedious job. And we do it, and if we do enough homework on that kid, we'll sit down in the conference room together, and we'll all watch and have an opinion and decide if we want to call that kid after that. 
Well, before we let you go, Jareem, and, and certainly really appreciate your time joining us here on the pod. Well, I've got to ask this. I started with Instagram. I'm going to end here with Wale. How, how, how did that relationship develop? Like, how, how did you get on that level with, uh, with a pretty popular uh, hip hop artist out there, Wale, for the, the uneducated? His, his, um, his cousin, we, we played junior college ball together. His name is Victor Akianji. Uh, and we played junior college ball together at Cecil Community College in Maryland. And we were both non-scholarship dudes coming out of high school. We both, you know, lived in like a house that we used like a divider to make rooms and we struggled together, you know, because we didn't have full uh, scholarships. We were Division Two JUCO and we both made it to Division One, and we stayed in touch. And uh, we've we've been friends for over 20 years now. And um, Wale has just seen me come around him. Like if he if he's in the town that I'm in, he would invite me to the concert, you know. And I would go backstage and hang out. And now he actually know who I am, and we have a little conversation here and there. And uh, we went to the concert in Wichita. He he gave me a shout out on stage, called my name on stage. Hey. I was kind of upset I didn't have it on video, but he he told the fans he wasn't gonna tell them what school I was at because I was in enemy territory, you know? So that was kind of pretty cool, you know? But um, it's it's a fun relationship. You know, he got some K-State gear. He's going to be repping K-State. He's, he's going to be down with us. Uh, he, he was down with me in North Texas, and now he's definitely going to be down with us here. And, you know, the plan is to get him to a game and to get him to do a couple songs here at some point. Oh, Coach, Coach not only – Coach – not only do you have me on Instagram, you've got me uh, getting modernized with Wale. I, I didn't know who he was. You can ask John. He makes fun of me. No, he didn't. He's he's pretty good, man. He's uh, he's he's one of the best rappers out there, especially lyrically. Um, he might not be popular to people because the stuff that he raps about, but he's pretty deep, man. I I really really uh love his music and um. I can vibe out to his music in a lot of different ways. You know, he has the party, he has the love songs. He got a few hard rap songs and he's just very versatile. Man, shout out to Wale. Ambition, my favorite Wale song. That's, uh, absolutely, that's absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, Jareen, thank you for making time for us. I know you're busy. We really appreciate it. Excited to see you get going with everybody here at K-State and uh, enjoy Manhattan, man. Hey, th thanks for, for having me. And if anybody cancels again, just call me up. I'll fill in. I got nothing in there. <laughs> we got it. We'll, we'll put you on the list right next to Austin Carpenter. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Thanks, man. All right. Take care, Jerry. Thanks, man. Thanks, Coach.